Hello, my name is Deacon Brian. Welcome to the Shepherd of the Hills Sermons Podcast. Every week we share our Sunday morning sermons with you to keep these important conversations going. We hope you not only enjoy hearing our words of God's love for you, but will also feel compelled to share these words with everyone who needs to hear this message. As always, we encourage you to keep the conversation going at home, at work, and everywhere you go. On the first Sunday of Advent, I talk about the meaning of Advent as a practice of waiting and patience as we reflect on the previous year and the upcoming decade and all of those choices the new year and new decade will bring. I also reflect on the story of the day when thinking about the seemingly dead stump of Jesse and the new branch that is coming from it. I wonder what the practice of Advent, the imagery of the dead stump, and the new shoot which comes from it means for us. So sit back, relax, and let us dive into this week's sermon. Our lesson today comes from Jeremiah chapter 33. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and the house of Judah. In those days and at that time, I will cause a righteous branch to spring up for David, and he shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will live in safety. And this is the name by which it will be called. The Lord is our righteousness. For thus says the Lord, David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. And the Levitical priest shall never lack a man in my presence to offer burnt offerings, to make grain offerings, and to make sacrifices for all time. The word of our Lord. In the name of our triune God, amen. Um, A question for you this morning. Who here has seen uh, those articles or heard any of those statistics that the church is dying? Who has seen those? Who's heard of those? Uh, and, And who here is concerned about that? Yeah. Um, well, I'm afraid to report to you all uh, this morning that it's true. What a great way to begin our Advent season. I'll get back to this in a minute. I want to talk about Advent, though, because Advent is a bit of a weird time, isn't it? For us modern folk, the season starts out with this great big bang. We eat tons of food around a Thanksgiving table, spend a few hours off of work or a few days off of work with family and friends, maybe do a bit of that early holiday shopping, and then we walk in here and big explosion of Christmas, right? There's trees, there's lights, bang. But after that big bang, we still have four weeks left until Christmas, The Christmas season is still 24 days away. So what do we do during this Advent season? And what does Advent actually mean? Advent, to me, feels like a lot of hurry up and wait. But just like Lent, Advent is one of those special seasons of the church year. And with Advent comes a new church year, like I said with the kids as we spread a lot of confetti all over the place. So with this new special church season in our faith life, I wonder what are we called to do during these four weeks? 
what are we called to reflect on as we reach the end of our calendar year and the beginning of the church year? Who are we called to be in relationship with still or in addition to? What does it mean to even be church at all? See, I'm thinking that this Advent, this coming four weeks, can have a particular depth to it, one which I think shouldn't be ignored and shouldn't be taken advantage of. And all of the hurry leading up to Christmas, we can't forget that, that Advent is a time to actually learn to wait. And in that waiting comes a time to reflect, and in that reflection comes a time to actually rediscover God's presence among us. Now, I could probably spend an hour unpacking all of that, but I just want to say this. As a culture, as a people, as a family of faith, we could all use some time to rediscover God's presence again. And this brings me back to those initial questions about the decline of the church and to the words of Jeremiah this morning. I often hear people in Christian churches asking how they can bring more people into the church and how can we save the church? And I always find this question a bit odd. Now, there are some obvious answers to this question. Um, the global church has had tendencies of hatred and judgment towards the particularly marginalized. The, the big church has participated in, in uh, most, if not all, of the atrocities of colonial, colonialism around the world. And most recently, the church may not provide meaning or purpose to most people's lives. Those are some of the answers to that question of, well, why don't people come here anymore? But a different answer to what can we do to save the church, well, that might be just a bit more complex. Asking how to save the church is a lot like asking, how do we make sure that the sky always stays blue? Well, this the sky is blue because of the refraction of light in our atmosphere, and that's just an inherent part of the mechanics of our planet home. And I want to tell you this morning that the church is actually the same way. The church is where the people of God gather together. The church is an inherent part of the fabric of creation. It can't go away, because wherever you gather, that's where the church is. Now, if by now you're wondering why on earth am I talking about any of this on the first day of Advent, it's for one reason. We as a people, as a family of faith, and as a country are currently sitting at a, at a very interesting crossroads. We are being called together to radically rethink what it means to exist. And if this isn't what Advent is all about, then I don't really know what is. The question of how to save the church is a wonderful example of some of the questions that Advent is trying to answer. The prophets we hear from in Advent are reminding us of a radically different worldview, and one which is only about to get more complicated and more beautiful all at the same time with the birth of a child. Advent teaches us that we are to wait for the revelation of God's presence among us and that we should use that time to carefully reflect on what we've been trying to keep as a healthy tree when ultimately it should be turned into a stump. <coughs> Excuse me. What I love about Jeremiah's words to us is that he starts with this image 
the line of David as something that is very dead, very dead. It's a stump. That's it. The tree's been cut down or is rotted away, and all that is left is just this dead hunk of wood in the ground. But in the midst of all of this death and even destruction, there grows a branch, a shoot from the line of Jesse, which will bring hope and justice to the kingdom. Even when all seems lost for this stump, when all seems gone and dead, we are reminded that because of the very nature of God's creation, there will always be that shoot. There will always be that opportunity to share the gospel through word and action. And so I want us to think about that. What would our life look like if we very intentionally understood ourselves as a part of the inherent fabric of God's creation and not something separate from or in opposition against it? This Advent can have a particular depth to it, I believe. We are entering a new church year for us, these next 12 months of of our church year, that will no doubt bring some sorrows, but will also bring some joys, not the least of which will be a brand new pastor here among us. We, as 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 a culture, are beginning a whole new decade next year, 2020, And we'll be looking at the past decade, all the joys and sorrows since since 2009, and we'll be looking ahead at what the next decade to 2029 will bring. And at the same time, we as citizens of the United States of America are staring into the face of another huge election cycle, which will define the kind of country we want to be going forward. We have to make a ton of very important decisions over the course of this next church year, and we can't just do it haphazardly. We must take the time to stop and wait. We must take time to reflect. And we must always refocus ourselves back to the important nut of the worldview of the kingdom of God that the prophets of Advent are trying to tell us, one of hope and justice, and love, and grace for all people everywhere, an inherent nature of God's creation. We must focus on the branch that is shooting out of the dead stump and let God's work be done there. By doing these things and by not focusing on the things that are dying or that should be dying and using every ounce of energy we have to make those dying things to keep them alive, We can practice this practice of Advent, this practice of humble patience and reflection, of waiting for the revelation of God's own divine presence to be made so wonderfully known by the stars in the sky and the angels singing praises and the witness of magi and shepherds and all of creation singing, and yes, even the presence of a little shoot from a very dead stump. This should be your Advent practice to perhaps allow a stump to go through a dying process because from that stump will come that shoot and with that shoot comes hope. The hope that no matter what is dying around us or what seems to be dying around us, that the gospel of the love of the child in a manger, Jesus Christ, who was born and who was raised and who ministered to the sick and dying and the marginalized 
and who went all the way to the cross to fulfill for us the demands of perfection and the demands of purity, this gospel will always go on, no matter what, no matter what is around it, no matter what's dead, what's alive, as if it is inherently a part of God's creation. And in the presence of that hope, we get to be the one who will always come to praise God, to make the sacrifices to God, no matter what tradition, no matter what other part of the church might die around us, we get to be those ones that's always there, just as God has promised. Amen. Thanks for stopping by and listening to the Shepherd of the Hills Sermons podcast. For more information about Shepherd of the Hills, please check out sothchurch.com or find us on Facebook. Feel free to share this sermon and be sure to follow us on social media and wherever you find your podcast. Go in peace, serve the Lord. Thank you.